Ascending from the ends of South London, they like to mitch and mole. Is is, is the unsuppressed podcast? It and Cole, aka the two miserable bastards. Welcome to another episode of the Unsuppressed Podcast with your boy Dids UK and your boy Mr. S. King Cole, aka the, the two, two miserable, miserable bastards. Wagwa, well, my bro. I'm all good though. How you doing, bro? Yeah, I'm good, man. I is just here chilling. We are joined by a good friend of mine, the Highness, the dry foot girl. That- <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't help himself. <laughs> Is that what we're getting with, yeah? Is that what we're getting? Dry foot girl. How right then? Yo, Empress Dry foot girl. Imagine. We are joined by the Queen of South East London. The one and only Miss Dini. What are you saying, Jesus. What's going on? You all right? I'm good. How are you guys? Thank you for joining us. The reason why... I invited you onto the podcast is because you and I had an interesting conversation about our previous podcast in regards to finances within a relationship. So when I posted the meme, broke women are holding back men in life, you somewhat contacted me and uh, berated me (laughs) and I'm still feeling hurt. Wow. So, wow, so I, you went in on it because he phoned me and told me. I said, <laughs> he phoned me and told me, he's like, yo, Dids, my precious, she's gone ham on me, bro. She's gone ham. She's triggered, fam. I thought I would give you the opportunity to um, have your say on the topic. Just in case, if you don't remember, is regarding finances in relationship, what questions should you be asking? Should you be responsible for your partner's debts? How far are you willing to go? These are the questions we asked. What triggered you? Okay, what triggered me was broke women are holding back men. And I don't believe that's true. Okay, go on. First off, what do you determine as broke? Okay, well, my version of broke is you ain't bringing nothing to the table. So as a man, I would be there. I'm there. Well, I would be there. And, you know whatever needs to be done, if I've got it, I will man up and I'll do it. Do you get what I'm saying? However, I would be expecting you to bring something to the table. My thing is, right, is that a lot of women tend to use their, their cookie and, and their, their, their cooking and all of these kind of things here as as a, 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 a contract base that the man provides, the man pays for this, the man pays for that, the man does this and does that and takes care of her. But what as women taking care of a man for me then that shows the level of women that certain men are meeting because when you first get with somebody let's start with the dating phase you will know kind of what you're looking for in someone yeah. and I'm firmly even asking many questions <laughs> that, that people would never think to ask me I want to know what your credit score is do you have on a first debt? date yep Oh, shit. But don't you think that's a bit... Intrusive, that's yeah, a bit no, on a I first don't th- date. Do you know something? Because, okay, I can only talk for myself. I don't meet you today and date you tomorrow. Go on a date tomorrow. I like to get to know somebody. So we would have had quite a few conversations and stuff like that. For me to meet you, there has to be a genuine interest because I'm not wasting my time. 
So I'll go meet you. You have conversations. Now, within half an hour to an hour of you sitting down talking with someone, you know if there's an attraction. Because you can have that on the phone and everything else. But when you meet someone, you know if that spark is there. I've already planned our marriage, (laughs) the house we're going to live in. I've I've got everything set. He don't need to worry about that. I've, I've got this ready. So I need to know, what is your financial situation like? Are you stable? Do you have debts? Do you have... 16 baby mums that you've got to pay in child support and things for. And it's that's not so much a problem, but you've got to think, if a man's not earning a, a decent enough income, and it's, it's not, I'm not knocking anyone's salary, but it's about in the day and age we live in now, there's a level that you kind of need to be earning to sustain yourself, especially living in London. The precise conversation we had, just as much as see how you're questioning a man's finances and what he's bringing to the table. Yeah. We discussed as men, do we need to ask more of women in regards to their finances? No, I believe so. So just as much as a broke man may be holding back a woman, just as much, quote unquote, within the meme, broke women are holding back men in life I don't believe that you are, anybody is holding anybody else back. As I said to you in this conversation, we are no longer in our teens. We're no, we're not in our twenties. We're not even early thirties. We are grown individual. So we are at a point in our life now where we know what we want. If we're not settled already, we have in our mind, we know what we want, we know what we want to achieve, and we know who we want to grow. And that is it. It's about growing with people. I used to do that whole, what do you bring to the table? Because my table set and I've got my car, I've got my job, I've got, I've got everything. I'm good. But do you know how demeaning that is for a woman to say to a man? Like for me, I feel when I say that, I knock a man's confidence because he feels like, Okay, how can I match you? Now, I don't want to knock anyone's confidence. So I no longer say, what can you bring to my table? I ask you, how can we enhance each other? How are you going to enhance me? And how can I enhance you? Uh, So I think that term, broke people holding you back, no one can hold you back in life. When you were younger, yes. At the age you are now, if you are in a relationship and your partner is not doing the things that they should be doing, and I think it should be equal, there will be certain things that a man will do more than a woman. And there's certain things that a female will do. Not that a man can't do, but we just do it a lot better. So we hold we hold it down. We, we make sure the bills are paid, the house is looked after, the food is cooked, washing's done. We do a lot of that house stuff because women are natural um, carers. Okay. So can I just quickly ask a question? So, all right. So if a man was doing all of that, he was also cooking, the cleaning, the the, the washing, the Brilliant. doing all this, doing, you know, having a decent wage. Do you think that you should be able to match that? Not just with what you've got as in, I don't want to make it come across like I'm saying, like you're using your body as, as a tool, but, you know, not just coming with sex, sex yeah. and, and yeah, you're cooking food and washing clothes. And- no, I, I personally, because I can give it from my perspective. I personally believe if my man's going out there and he is buying me trainers, taking me on holiday, doing the gifts, I should be able to do that too. It's not just about him doing because to me, that's my king and I'm going to treat him as such. I also am a mother and I have a son and I want my son to see, yes, you should do look after your partner, but your partner also needs to look after you. And if they can't, I'm sorry, that is going to be draining on you. And that's what it does. It drains on you, drains your finances. Cool, yes, it does. But it shouldn't, for me, like I said, it shouldn't hold you back because when you know your partner is not doing the things that I believe you should do, 
then you know you need to leave. I had this same conversation with a friend. Mm. I was telling her about this podcast. And she was like, yeah, but it all depends on how you feel about the person. Then for me, then you're a man mascot. That's how I see it. Because why are you sitting in something knowing your partner is not... It's not so much matching you because sometimes your partner can't match you just because of circumstances, but they can do other things that you are unable to do. Financially, unless you're both in the same job, your salary is not really going to be the same. Some people are better at managing money. Some people can save, some people can't. And it's those sort of things. And these are things that you need to know. So like I said, I'll talk for, again, for me as a female, there's things I like. I like to shop. I love shoes. I like to do those sort of things. And that costs money. I do not expect a man to come in and do that for me. But if he does, oh, babe, thank you. Yeah, show appreciation. Because, yeah, yeah, because I think is, but when you've met me, and this is a problem with a lot of men, sorry, I'm just going to say. Go ahead. Do your thing, man. (laughs) You guys meet. Let's change this podcast to the Dini podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Let's do that. (laughs) But, you know, you meet a woman and you've met her, obviously you're attracted to her. So she looks nice, she's carried herself well. She might have nails done, hair done, lashes, the whole nine. And you liked all of that. Then you're with her, all of a sudden, babe, why are you doing that? Babe, we don't need to do... Huh? But you met me like that. You know it costs money. So before you came in the picture, I was maintaining this. I never needed you to maintain it. So don't worry about what I'm doing with my money right now. If I have to keep coming to you every month and saying, oh, babe, I need to get my nails done, oh, babe, then... Then you can question it. But until then, it's not that. We're just going to circle back a little bit. Men have this tendency, and it's not all men, but there's certain men that start a relationship or start dating women and want to act like they're Johnny Big Balls. Excuse me, but but that's what they want to act like. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, let's go. Taking them shard and all them kind of things. Yeah, let's do this. Let's do that. When you know, technically, you can afford Morley's and Nando's. We're going to call a spade a spade. Do what you can maintain. Because when you start off like that, that's what the woman's going to expect. Don't so I've, standards you can't maintain. Yeah. And I know expectation is a disappointment, but if you come in like that, so you've only can go up. Me? Take me Morley's. God, am I going to be vexed? Yes, I will. You, you taking Morley's. I can fry chicken in my house. But do you know what? It's about the quality time. So we know that next place we're going to go to Nando's. Oh, the next time we just might go to a just little... Just keep it 100, yeah, isn't it? This is who I am. This is what I can do. Be honest. But some men feel that they've got to, especially if you see certain women, like I said, who look a certain way, they believe that the women are high maintenance. So they feel I've got to come in at a certain level and set themselves up to fail. Because that's why the woman then wants these things. Especially if you come in and you start doing that and she hasn't had to do anything... Then she's in her head, why do I need to? He's always done. I hear that. And like I said, uh, don't set standards you can't maintain. And I agree with that. If you come in blazing, yeah. offering this champagne, guy champagne, lemonade money, yeah. and then suddenly <laughs> that's you that's just it. stop doing it because you can't afford it, that's just long. That's just long. Yeah, you're just gonna look at you like a, yeah, you're setting yourself up for failure there. But coming back to the finance thing, so if you, you know, the general social construct is that. The man is the breadwinner. Yeah, and the woman would keep home. Just generally. Like, that's, but that's old school. Uh, yeah, old school. That's but not yeah, that's now. Just, like you said, that's old school. So the new school um, line of thought is now it's more equal. Uh-uh, sorry. I want to disagree with that. Go on then. The reason why I say that is because a lot of these new generation thing now is 
the man better have this, the man yeah. better have that, the man better have this, and he can't be talking to me unless he can give this and give that and give this. Hence my question, what the fuck are you bringing to the table? And I, yeah. and I respect that because, and it is, it's a lot of these, the younger generation who come with, I want Chanel, I want Gucci, I want this, he better Louis do this, and I want, and he better buy. In fact, you know, I'm going to talk about somebody who... No, not being disrespectful. And it's not putting somebody on blast, but I'm keeping things okay. 100. Yeah. She met a guy. He drove a range. He had two properties. Okay. Previously married, he was divorced or whatever else. Um, She was privately renting that somebody had put her in. Okay. Um, Family member had put her in it. But her expectations was high because it's like, oh, well, he took me here, took me out to dinner. We done this, we done that. And I was like, oh, nice. So how do you feel? Well, he better buy me the house first because I don't... But hold on a minute. Can you buy a house? Do you have a car? When you talk about, oh, he has this kind of that car, you don't even, you drive the big red bus. You don't have. So when you have these expectations and you want a man to come and bring and do all these things, can you do it for yourself? Never ask 100%. what you cannot provide. Listen, me and my wife grew my daughters like, like that. Yeah. Don't be a dependent. I'm a big thing. Don't be a dependent. A man doesn't want a woman who is dependent on them. You understand? A man likes a woman that can do for this. Maybe some men out I there. I think there's a few men who like. But then a that's, woman. that's a control thing. Yeah, yeah, that's a control factor. That's a, yeah. that's, a, that's a bit different. I'm saying a man, I, my wife's not dependent on me. My daughters are not dependent on their boyfriend. They can get their own things. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? If, like you just said, if, if you want Chanel's and whatever and whatever, I can buy that. Can you buy that for me? So you, I give you all of those things now for your birthday and on birthday, I'm getting a links set and all them kind of things. <laughs> I find that is kind of the case. Women, it's, and I'm going to use the word, expect, again, they expect a lot from their man to do. And it is that when Father's Day comes, Christmas comes, there's not a lot of thought gone behind, oh, he's a man, he's all right, he just likes that. Men, to me, men are simple creatures. You lot are sorry. You lot are sim- you lot are simple Bro, creatures. She's just going in on that. Like, what the hell? No, but in a good way. You lot are simple creatures, so you know. You you study your man. You study your partner. So you know what they like. So you do things to make you feel appreciated. To make you feel wanted. Make her make you feel like she's actually took the time out to know who I am, and it could be the simplest thing. And I've got an ex who I bought him a home nut. He started cr- whole nut. I went shopping. And oh, I always, chocolate bar. Yeah, I buy everybody water because my things are my things. Your things are yours. Yeah, it was their own don't stuff. Don't touch my hand. I'll buy your hand off. <laughs> he cried. And I'm like, why? Like, what happened to you? For water. <laughs> yeah, like, why? And he said, because no one's ever done that. But it's chocolate. But it was the simplest of things. Someone buying it. Yeah, that, and knowing that's what he liked because he spoke about it. Oh, okay, you like that, so I'm not going to buy it. But this is a problem a lot of people don't take the time. You guys are partially right. I'm not going to say 100% in this whole, you know, women expecting a lot. There is women out there who make the demand and who want stuff. It is a lot of the younger generation. And this is why these guys are out there now doing road, doing things they should not be doing. Yep. Because I'm sorry, ZZ Mills made a good point the other day. What are you at 20? Where are you getting the money from at 20 years old to go and buy Gucci, Chanel and all these things and take her 100%. Nobu, um, Hakkasan and all? 100%. A big age as I am, I'm like, what if I go Hakkasan, can I do the cancel tax? Hold on a second. <laughs> Listen, I didn't even know about Hakkasan until my daughter was telling me Hakkasan. I said, what's Hakkasan? Yeah. She's telling me it's Mayfed. And I'm like, what the fuck? It's a very expensive 
pan-Asian restaurant. Yeah, my daughter wanted to go there for her 18th. That was her plan. I said, nice. You go, go there, girl. Because wow. that's on you. That's not on mummy. That's what you and your friends want to do. And I'm like, but then you're going to work all the hours God sends, use your whole wage to go and eat food that you're probably going to enjoy. But they don't yeah, have the responsibility. The, yeah, but it? it's more painful, the experience, isn't it? I mean, I get you, you know, but you're just being sensible. You're being sensible, doing it. You're not thinking like a 18, 21 year old. Yeah, but you're right. You said they have no responsibility. So living at home, yeah. they can do they can do these sort of things. And I also believe let kids enjoy themselves, but don't set them up to fail. And a lot of these guys, and this is what they do, they watch too much Instagram. Too much Instagram and loving hip hop and all of them sort of things yeah. where they're looking like, oh, my man bought me this. And all these people where it's head to toe designer. They change their car every month. Not realize that a lot of people live on credit. But this is what I'm saying. A lot of, we've said this before, isn't it? A lot of their cars and stuff, um, HP or finance or lease. Or borrowed. Or borrowed, whatever. I just think that this, the, we've said this before and I'm not going to keep saying about the, the social media and stuff. I just think that they they thrive on the negative. Do, do you see what I'm saying to you? So for somebody, like you said, somebody who said, well, you got to get this and the man's got to have this to have that to be with me and rah, 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 rah. That man will go out and go and do something stupid, not realising the consequences that will follow. All to be able to afford that and a pair of Dior's and whatever and whatever. But there's nobody or people look down at when somebody's saying, well, look, you know what? I've saved up and I went and bought my house. Yeah. And they don't get enough props for that. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, you know, some I bought my mum a house and no one ain't got enough props. Oh, yeah, that's good. You know, where's the, where's the violence? Where's this? Where's that? Do you believe that it also stems from home about what you teach your children, even from young, if you wasn't taught financial responsibility? Um, Slightly. Yeah, it I does play a part. I would say it does play a part. I think because it depends on how your parents are financially as well. I was never taught financial responsibility. I didn't know about opening bank account. I wasn't taught nothing. <laughs> it was just, there you go, do what you're doing. So when you don't have, the minute you get, you want to do everything. And I'll be honest, I was frivolous with money. I think we all were. I was. When I think back to the amount of money I wasted when I was younger, yeah. bloody hell. Fucking hell. Yeah, man. yeah. Like frivolous yeah. with money, like stupidly. And then you look and look back and you like, oh, you can kick yourself. Because <laughs> like, yeah. you had property and had, had a lot of yeah. things that I don't have now, which is why I believe in teaching your younger generation. And I've sat there with my kids and opened up the bank statement on payday. Oh, you got lots of money. Oh, no, mummy, what's that? What's Yeah, that's rent. That's this. That. What's yeah. the what you didn't pay? Yeah, this is the things you have to pay for to be able. Oh, and some of them are so unaware. I remember saying to my daughter one time, she's like, I thought we just lived here for free. <laughs> I said, it's free. <laughs> because she was just unaware. Oblivious. Yeah, and I was just Oblivious like, oh. to the council and the, yeah. all the council tax. And the, so I was just like, hold on, if we could have that for free, do you think we'd be living here? <laughs> we'd have like some 10 bedroom house, swimming pool, everything. We would choose what we wanted. But this, then that's what I say, it's, it's teaching start from home. Yeah. And I'm obviously in the, your podcast where you were talking about the girl from the show, she triggered me because I was like, you're going to be lonely. You're going to end up on your own. There's guys that will do that and look after her. But as you said, the guy, he was sensible. He had his vision of yeah. where he wanted to be. Now, Despite her saying, well, my dad treated me like a, a queen, princess, whatever the case may be. I don't believe your dad was buying you every month 
a designer handbag. He wasn't doing... Does that drive you up and down? Possibly because that's that's safety. But that's safety reasons. It's it's got it's got nothing to do with being a princess and yeah. all of that. It's more the it's fact I don't want you on, on the road. I yeah. want you to be safe until you're driving and stuff. And you can look after yourself. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna do that for you. But again, when she's saying what she expects him to do, and he when he asked the question, "What do you bring?" and she was offended. Why are you triggered by that? I don't understand because. He's your partner. So then what you're going to show... So then if you decide to stay together and then you're going to start that family and you have children, be a boy. Is that what you're going to tell your boy that he must get a girl and he must be doing all these things? No mum was going to tell their son that. So let me give you a scenario. So you've met someone, you've done the conversation, you've gone out on that first date and you ask about their finances because the eggs up solution <laughs> that you are. Sorry. It's cool. No problem. I, I will take that. Listen, you're good, you know, because in Jamaica, we well, don't be telling you that, yo, we have this, we want this, we have, you can afford this. All right. like, listen, let me get in. I remember, I'm half half, yeah. Oh, so, yeah. so you ask these intrusive questions. Say, for instance, they've, they say they've got uh, six grand worth of debt. How do you view that? What would be your next question after that? What What would you say? Hmm, the next question would be, what is that six grand debt on? Is it something that you are managing to pay off? All right. So say it's a credit card. It's just life debt. Just They just built up six grand. Um, they're paying the minimum every month. Yeah. Then I will guide you. And they're not denting into it. Then I will ask you why you're doing I don't want to know. I'm not going to ask a question about how much you get paid or whatever. Yeah. I'm quite fortunate that guys need to tell me that information. <laughs> I think it's a show off yeah, thing. That, yeah, it's, a, it's a braggy yeah. thing. But yeah. me, <laughs> for example, someone told me the same thing the other day. Their wages need to, oh, I've got this. So out of your money, once you pay, did it? Because I'm very full. I would come and tell you, well, you should be doing this only because I've had myself in debt. And I'm working my way out of debt. Um, the things that I've learned, I'm trying to spread that to other people. But you can't tell me you got a six grand debt because, firstly, what credit card is it? I'm gonna. I will ask you what credit card is it. Come and tell me Capital One. Well, you know that's high APR as it is already. So you're basically all you're doing is you're paying interest. You are not even making a dent in this. This is now affecting your credit score. If you're somebody, I'm someone. I want to get married and all these sort of things. I'm ready to find my life partner. I want the house. I want to do these sort of things. So I put up a meme the other day and it says, one of you, in your relationship, one of you better have good credit. That's why it's called significant other. Sign if I can't. I, I, I saw that. that. Yeah, yeah. I saw you when you put that up. Sign if yeah, you but, can't. Do you know, but, but I, no, that grates on me, you know. Why? Because if I'm coming with my good credit and you've got bad credit how's that benefiting me what am i getting out of this relationship of being with you somebody could have bad credit because remember once you get bad credit that lasts for six years so once you've got a negative impact on your credit file that's there for six years some lenders will look at it and still give you no you're you're referring like if you get a ccj or something like that it could be a default so yeah if it's a default or ccj and default default is worse than a ccj yeah Yeah. i understand that your credit rating will go up if you're paying this no this this is what we've got to clarify in refer in reference to bad credit bad credit is just not a ccj or default your credit score is just low Shit credit is CCJ or a default. I'm just clarifying that for the listeners. 
Okay, that's fine. But I'm saying, but even if you have those things, but what they've been doing, they've been able now to turn it around and pay these things off. Now, even if you pay off the one that was in default, that's you caught up with your still, payments, yeah, it it's still sitting there. You clear your CCJ, yeah. it still sits there. But you're in a position to be able to pay the mortgage, pay the bills and do all these things. You with the good credit. So sign if I can't. Yeah, no, sign if I can't. (laughs) Just went out there, please sign if I can't. Yeah. (laughs) Here you go, babe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I can't. I can't. You do. But but see, this what doesn't sit good with me. I don't like that. Because why am I going to get with someone who doesn't have good credit and I'm in that situation? I'm maybe, again, this is probably why I'm single. Love and affection can only take you so far. Do you know what I mean? The cookie can only get you <laughs> yeah. another job. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> do you know what I mean? I can't see myself caring about someone enough to do this for them. And like I said, this is probably why I'm single. Would you pay that debt for them in order to move forward? No, I'm not paying nobody's debt. What I will, no, I'm not claiming your debts. What I want to know is what debts you have. Because if, we're, if we are planning that future, you know, we're going to get married or whatever else, so I need to know what you're coming with. We can look at things and how we can reduce it. Remember, I've got my own debt. Precisely. So I'm trying to get myself on top. Have I ever helped somebody pay bills? Yeah. Because I can't take them calls coming and you're trying to pay your bill or call, talk to the creditor to, just to explain your situation. I have done it, but I'm not trying to take on anybody else's debt. So I want, yeah, So I, but I would want to know that to, you said six grand. To me, six grand is not a lot. You yeah, can. It's not the end of the world. Yeah, well, you it depends. Can, it depends. To some two people, grand debt yes, is listen. A lot some people, fifty pound debt is a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, because if you don't have it, you just don't have it. And you don't know where you're getting the next red cent from. Six grand is something that can be paid off. And if you are together, so we're talking about this whole, you know, couples. Realistically, this only really matters if you start living together. That's why I wouldn't discuss this on the first date. No, but I would because if you're saying a red flag. No, I'll tell you why Because And it wasn't as much how I asked I will ask it But I will say Let me tell you something I've got this I've got this debt My credit is not the greatest At the moment But I'm working on it And it's building itself up I've been in financial problems before I've learned from it And I'm on the right path And this is on a first date Yeah, I I did that with my ex-partner. I did that. And I said, listen, so if that is a problem, tell me from now because we're not wasting each other's time. Because he wanted, he came in guns blazing. I know I want you. I want us to live together. And he was talking about he's trying to buy a house or whatever. So he broke with his ex-partner, went for his children and he was just living somewhere. So he wants to go and buy a house or whatever else. He wants me there. All these, all the niceties that you men say. Or whatever. Wow. That, wow. That, 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 I, I, I kind of feel like it's a gun in that. Yeah. <laughs> that was a sharp dig still. Still. Like, Passive aggressive you get me? things there. Oh, uh-huh. this is a red flag. <laughs> run away. Yeah. Let's run away. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, so, you know, you say those things and I'm thinking, well, if he does that, you can't put me on that mortgage because we're not going to get that mortgage, you know, or we, it's, it's going to be a, it's going to be a struggle. So are you able to apply for that mortgage on your wages alone? But if we are going to end up living together, know that I can come with my half. I've, I've got my money to pay what needs to be paid, but to actually get the credit, it might be a struggle adding me on. And I don't want my bad credit to negatively, negatively affect you. 
But that's precisely exactly what I'm saying. But you're coming with sensibility again. Because yeah? I'm sensible. But I'm saying when I, as a man, questions a woman in that way, should I not be doing that? Why should you not be doing If Okay, so you've been dating somebody and you're getting to that point where, okay, I see this long term. This has got longevity. I really like her or whatever. Why would you not ask those questions? No, I'm not saying that. I was being rhetorical. I think you no, no, no. I'm just saying no. I was being rhetorical. I, I wouldn't I, say I shouldn't. I I'm think just you saying should be asking because sometimes questions. I feel women feel that they sh- they shouldn't be questioned in this way. The only thing you don't know, ask a woman from. is how much do you weigh. What grass size are you? <laughs> well, you're told that. Like, what's your office if you've got nice breasts? You're told, yeah, this. <laughs> what I'm saying is though is that a women, a lot of women, look at man and they be like, well, what do you earn? What do you this? What you? Yeah. Do? And it's all good. But the moment a man says, hold on, but what do you earn? Yeah. Especially like if he's wrong. Yeah, they make it like, oh my gosh, how can you ask me that? Especially when you know that he's earning shitloads of money, much more than you, not you, but more than with the yeah. women. They get vexed. It's like, oh, oh, oh. I don't believe you should be asking anybody how much they earn. Don't watch my money like that. Isn't that, that the same no, no. as your credit score though? No, it's don't watch my, because then you're going to be sitting there. This is why I say it. So imagine now I'm on 70 grand. I wish. <laughs> you're, I'm on 70 grand, yeah? When you hear that, you know when payday's coming. Instantly. Well, well, I know she's getting this amount of money. If you're like me, you go on salary calculate, see how much people are... So every month, boy, this is what you get. Wow. 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 Is that you? I'm oh, not easy. Hey, listen. Salary calculate. I didn't even know you were existing. Yo. I didn't even know. Yo, let me check that out right now. Let me see about Bro, this right see, now. Do you see what? I was going to say what, where, what I'm up against. Yeah, Whoa. women out there taking salary calculator. Yes, I no, know no. what you're bringing home a month. Next thing you be like, whoa. And the next thing you know, I say, oh, I Brother, haven't got no money. Salary calculator. But you just said you shouldn't be asking what people earn. If you're going to get into a serious relationship with someone, you do need to know what they earn. How can I not know what you earn? For buying a house, so you're doing your mortgage or whatever else, because those questions are asked. Yeah, but I'm saying we, right, you and I are dating we're getting serious. I want to move in with you. You want to move in with me. Whatever. How can I not know what you earn? That, that to me, that don't make no sense. Be at what? Just out of pride. Out no. Of pride, so, you so what you're me. saying is, so because you want to know, because you want to make sure that the bills are covered. Yeah. Okay. This is the question. So you need no, to be because then this is because now this is how I flip that. Go on. If you want to come live, because I'm not coming out of my house. Yeah. So a man wants to come and live with me, or whatever. These are my bills. This is what I have to pay out every month. So we will have to go half. Irrelevant to what you earn. Can, yeah, yeah. can you afford to pay that? Yeah, but I'm right. Can I just, just say something? Go on. Bro, this salary calculator <laughs> is real. <laughs> yeah? It's real, people. Man them, listen to me. The salary calculator is real. Yeah? Remember that. Just keep that in mind. So don't be lying. <laughs> Oh, brother. <laughs> <laughs> nah, bro. Right. <laughs> bro, you put in your salary. It breaks it all down. <laughs> bro, you told your much, missus how, how much pension you, you pay. Bro, you told your missus how much you earn a year and it breaks that shit. And it breaks that shit down. Yeah? You put in your yearly salary, it breaks it down. The whole tax, everything. The whole tax and everything, fam. Right, so yeah, so I'm willing to make a commitment to you. Mm-hmm. I want to be with you. 
So you tell me at no point, barring us no, buying a house or no? No, I'm not saying at no point, but I don't, that's not a question on a first date, how much do you earn? I don't think your arts and your credit score on the first day is no, definitely not appropriate. No, I see. I don't think that because I'm going. If you it's come at me, yeah, but, I, but I, then I suppose, like I said, I'm different because of I don't just meet someone, date, go on a date straight away. Yeah, but I take time to get talk, to know yeah, someone. But, but even I talk to you for a while, and then you're coming about. I'm sorry, I'm I'm good like that. A guy's gonna come at me and be like, "I'm sorry, you told me I blow my trumpet all the time. I'm gonna blow it today." No, but you know, they'll come and like, you know, I want to be with you, I want to settle down, blah de blah de blah. Maybe because it's just the conversations that I have. So you're telling me these things because you're trying to get what you want to get. But in the same breath, if these are the things you want, this is my position right. This is my position right now. So I've informed you of my position. Because as you said, you personally don't want no one who has negativity against their name to a, yeah. de- to a degree so then I'm going to flip that question when I've told you and I'm going to say so how's yours come sorry two two negative people can't work you know no that's just a, that's just disaster oh, yeah. so I'm just so I get a gauge of what you're saying so you're going to conversate with a p- person for what two three months possibly before you go out on before you go on the first date mm. More two, yeah. More let's two. say two months. Yeah. Oh. So that's a lot of conversation. So yeah. now I kind of get where you're coming from. Where you're coming from on the first date because you, you're kind of at that point because you've you've spoken enough. Because yeah. like the way yeah. you're saying it on the first date, it's like right on the first. To me, date. the first date is like talking after two weeks or something like or whenever. Because I think if you meet someone, like I think you need to get that first date as quick as possible so you can do an actual assessment of you if you truly assessment, like not strip. Like we did. What's this? Yeah, yeah, What's yeah. this like? What's your family so heritage? So I think it's just no. You're not so thinking about it. Your method's not necessary. It's a bit just different. Like I think no. Okay, so I get it. So if you met me, say you saw me, and then you took my number, and you cut me. Yeah. So baby, what's your credit score? Do that's what you're going to get because 100%. you haven't asked me nothing else. What about me? What do you want to know about me? That's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, of course. And that's something. So you have to. But then again, like I said, these sort of questions and it. It's not just finances. People are not asking the right questions in general when you start dating, when you like someone, because everyone's thinking about the next step. How am I going to get to do the business? That's where everyone's kind of mindset is. You know what? I'm going to be honest, yeah? And I'm not talking for myself. I'm generalising. I think men kind of more think, let me knock the boots and And then worry about it afterwards. (laughs) I'm not, listen, I don't no, know. No, no, I'm being, no. I, I don't mean, know about this, that. Not, I'm being real. No. Yeah. But I, I get I'm science. getting to know you. I get I don't know if I want to be with you. Let me knock your boots still. And then we can and see. And then whatever happens But, then, but this is the trap then that men fall into because then when they knock the boots and then everything is is fire. That's I was just about Oi, to say. And she, she turned it up for him. Proper. Bro, that's a trap. Yeah. That is a trap. He turned full. He's going to turn full and then he gets caught into that trap where he does end up with a broke woman. Yeah. And that's how that happens because you haven't got to know the female properly. This is what I'm saying, bro. That you, you've gone with, you've gone with lust over proper feelings and emotions. You're not getting to know, yeah. You're not getting to know people. Like for me, I want to know, it's not just about your family. I want to know your family background. Has your, your family got mental health? Have you ever had mental health? These are things that you need to know because you know, we have these conversations, me, me and my girls, and seriously, that defective gene that some of you men have, no disrespect, 
Women have it too. Yeah, but some of you men have a defective gene. We then go out. We're all caught up in that moment. We've made children. I'm sorry, the, the bad egg in my child. That's not from me. That's from their dad. You know what? It's funny you say that, right? A few years back, I found out that my dad had the sickle cell trait. I had a blood test done and my GP said to me, are you sickle cell trait? And I thought, no, no, I, I don't know. I've had loads of blood tests. I've never been asked that. My daughter had her teeth removed. So she had a blood test. And I remember my daughter, mum ringing me up and saying, oh, the doctors are asking if you're sickle cell trait. So in hindsight, I think it's very important for my daughter's future that she gets checked to see if she is sickle cell trait because that will affect but who she But she should meet. have had that test when she was born. They When they no. did a heel prick, yeah. My daughter's older than your daughter. Yeah. So when they done her heel prick, because I'm sickle cell trait, so okay. is my mum, so is my, my daughter. My son isn't or anything, but when I was pregnant with my son, they didn't have to test his dad, dad because he yeah. didn't know because obviously if we're both sickle cell trait, there's a strong possibility my son could get sickle cell. Chance. Yeah. yeah. So, and these are, and that's what I said, these are conversations you need to have yeah. or whatever else because, and even, no disrespect, but some people don't even know who their parents are or their father is or whatever. And then you're out there having relations with your siblings. Yeah. It's all yeah. these sort of things. So, yeah, finance plays a big part. And I really believe it. Again, I'm going to go back to the age we are now. No one doesn't just want to just date for fun. You want that. You want someone to grow old with. You want that, that companion, you know, Kids are getting big or if they're not big already. We want to travel. We want to do things. I want my ladders. The childhood that I never maybe had or the things I've had to do slightly, slightly younger, I want to catch up on the things that I missed out on. And I want to do that with that special person. This is, is the Unsuppressed Podcast. With and Cole, a.k.a. The, the Two Miserable Bastards. On this part of the podcast, Dids, Dini and myself will be discussing the video we stumbled upon on social media. The video features a lady and a gentleman who are discussing the question, is having children selfish? Take a listen. Having children is obviously such a joy and a great thing in life. It's a natural feeling. As a woman, we all have that maternal instinct as well. My view on biological children, mm -hmm. I don't think people should have them. I'm going to have to stop here and just ask you why. No one ever asks to be born. When you give birth, you're choosing to do something to someone else. You're creating them. They never ask for it. You know, you can't get consent from someone to bring them into the world. But it is a natural process. But just because something's natural doesn't mean it's right. There are many things that happen in nature which we would say that's bad, like malaria, you know, animals rape each other, things like this. If you look at any other situation in our daily lives where we would talk about consent mm -hmm. should not act if you can't get consent from someone. I'm a single mum and I have a son who's nine years old and just before I turned 20 I decided that I was going to be a surrogate and I was UK's youngest surrogate to triplets. I can totally understand that people have this biological drive. Nothing's stopping me like I could do it. Well, actually, I had a vasectomy two weeks ago, so there is something stopping me. What? There was nothing. Okay, well, there was nothing. Then? There was nothing stopping me. What made you make that decision so young? Because I know already that I'm not going. At to the age of 23, I did not know half of what I know now. The feelings change. I'm sure you're not the same. I'm definitely not the same person that I was when I was 19. To experience like pregnancy, I can't even put into words how that feels. Like it's a feeling that you've never ever felt before. 
like, I don't know, it kind of saddens me to know that you'll never experience that. All of that to me just sounds like an ego trip. You've brought someone into existence and it's made you feel all these things. Yeah, that's good for you, but we can't see other people as a means to our own ends. Okay, I'm just gonna say it how it is. I feel like you're on another planet. I can understand now that bringing someone into the world just for my selfish desires is not a good reason to do it. When you do create someone, you're bringing them into a world where you, you know that there are loads of bad things that could happen to them. They could be hit by a car and live with lasting pain. They could get cancer very early on, fall victim to sex trafficking, all things like this. Mm -hmm. Do you think that your selfish desire to have that kid is worth it if they live a life like that? That's a bit crazy. Like, why are you always picking up the negative in this situation? Because that's all I'm hearing you say is, mm. so this could happen, that could happen. So I'm sure you've had a bad experience or event some point in your life up until now. Most people have, mm. whether it's a bad memory or you've lost someone or whatever the case is. You learn to deal and cope. You, exactly. learn, to, you learn to mitigate the bad things that happen to you. But, but no one can just live bring, their life in bringing this bubble. Some, but bringing someone into existence well, you've done something really horrible there. You've dragged someone and forced them into a position they didn't want to be in, and those bad things are happening to them. And you've done that. Biologically, your gene pool, that will end with you. So what's bad about that? Just how do you feel just knowing that? Yeah, fine, good. I'm not opening the it. door to any more bad things happening to people. It just oh. literally makes no sense. I mean, most people that I interact with have um, the same view as you, so like, you've never met anyone who thinks my way, and literally everyone I meet thinks your way. Are you a lonely child? No, 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 I have a sister. No? Did you have a good childhood? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. everyone thinks anyone who has this view was no, abused not at all. as a child or something. No, not, not even that. If you had a good childhood, then you know what it feels like to experience joy and mm. memories. Yeah, as someone who exists, but if I was never born, I would have never have missed that. So what would you say to me if I was the one that was looking for a surrogate? Well, I would think you shouldn't. And I would say, like, if you want to have a child and raise them, adopt. I've had debates with many people, but that was something else. I just feel more sad for him, really, that just at a young age, he's made such a life-changing decision. Just frustrated with all the negativity about why you shouldn't have children and not the positive side of what you should enjoy. I'd rather have kids. 100% life is here to be lived, and I can't wait to have more children. We don't agree, but I enjoyed it. I do understand where people are coming from. This is a topic where I'm so often confronted by the opposing view that if I would have heard anything by now that would make me change my mind, I think I would have heard it. I would rather have no biological children, but I'm perfectly up for adopting someone. Is, is, is the Unsuppressed Podcast and Cole, a.k.a. The Two Miserable Bastards. This guy said having kids is selfish. The parents are selfish. Yeah. And he has got, is it a vasectomy? He went and had, yeah, he went and had a vasectomy. Now, me and King were speaking about this. I said he's stupid because he's very young. He don't know yet. Now, King disagreed, but I said it. I said his personality that I got from his podcast or YouTube, whatever you want to call it, 
it, he was a very um, reserved type of person. He was a very um, in himself. Withdrawn. Withdrawn. You know, those guys that are in their room, they don't come out, they don't really socialise, they don't, you know, those so sort of people. So that sounds like he's probably got Asperger's or something. Maybe, but he went and got officer. And I'm saying I, that was very stupid because you just don't know later on down the line. I think if you're young, just wait. Some people do know their mind and adamant solely because of maybe past experiences. If they've had a traumatic childhood, parents weren't there and then they feel they don't know how, they won't know how to love a child mm. and stuff like that. I kind of understand it from that perspective. I just feel like, you know, at a young, as a young boy, saying that he's had a vasectomy, he should have waited to experience life a bit more. How old was he? 22. But that, do you understand what I mean? No, yeah, I, so I that's think young. It is young, but I don't think he was stupid. He knows his mind. He's old enough to know the consequences of his action. But he's living his truth. He doesn't believe you should have children because of his bullshit backward thinking. Yeah? But he's living that reality by having a vasectomy. And I actually commend him for that because he's standing by his word. He's not just chatting shit. And I understand where you're coming from, but if he feels he doesn't want to have children, what? So what? So but experience what? But, life. Yeah, but though. so what? If he's had a vasectomy and he changes his mind and can't have a child, what, what is the world going to come to him? No, of course no not. It's not going to come to him. But in the same breath, he's 22 years old. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, he's but still you're working young. on the assumption that everyone wants kids. No, uh, hold on. I wanted two children. I've always wanted two kids. Yeah. At 22, I had my first child. After that experience, I said, I don't want no children. I went doctors. I want to be sterilized. I'm listening. I don't, I'm not having it. Don't want, I don't want no more children. Simple. I didn't want any more kids. My son. Miracle. Because, <laughs> you know, he came and I was protected, everything else. And he came at 29. I thank God every day for my son. Do you get what I'm saying? Now, if I had at 22, if they said yes... Dini, we're going to give you the, the, the sterilization. I probably be kicking myself because my child would be an only child, first and foremost. And I would never have got to experience the joys that I feel like. When, as a woman, when you've, not everyone feels this, but that overwhelming sense of love and joy you feel when you are pregnant, it's something, it's an experience that you can never compare to anything. I understand that you would have had to deal with the consequences of your decision. Because had you made that decision and it had to happen, your son wouldn't have been yeah, there Yeah, but now. I probably would have kicked myself. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah, then that because that's not because, yeah, you might have kicked yourself. Yeah, because once my child, once my daughter turned like free or whatever, even before that, I kind of was like, I want another baby. I want another baby because I loved that. I did. I loved that baby face. I just didn't know. I just don't like pregnancy. Pregnancy doesn't agree with me, but I love the babies. I love kids. If I had gone through that, I know, but it's what, two years later, I probably would have regretted that decision. Yes, potential. Maybe he could have just protected himself. I know condoms are not a hundred percent safe. Yeah. And vasectomy, yes, they can be reversed. But you're going to go and put your body under all of that that stress. Yeah, for 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 what? what? Yeah, but I just, I feel he made the right decision for him. Yes, don't get me wrong. I'm not dismissing what you're both saying. He may regret it. 
but then don't do it. Yeah, but he, he doesn't, yeah, doesn't, doesn't realise no, that. I get what you're point. saying because he's 22, he should have a grown mind of his own or whatever. I know, I maybe but, I'm just being harsh. Okay, at 22, did, the things that you thought at 22, did you think that in your 30s? No. Your view set, your your viewpoint changed. That's what I'm saying. You were still young-minded at 22. So say someone of 35 years old had a child and f- felt they didn't want it anymore and got the vasectomy. Then cool. Then yeah, you've had your, you've had a child. And this is my thing, you've had a child. Okay, let's flip it. He's had this vasectomy. I have the same viewpoint with women. And I don't know if I'm going off topic, but sorry, but you get pregnant and first child, you want to abort. Me personally, I don't think you should do that. Solely, solely because not everyone each their own. And for me, unless you're like you're raped or something, but when you're out there and you're having sex, we know what that leads to and you you know you're what not can happen. You know the yeah, you know what can happen. And nothing is 100% safe. Yeah? Solely because you had that abortion and then a few years down the line, maybe you was too young, whatever reason you gave. Mm-hmm. Then you want to have babies and next thing now, you can't have children. Like, you got... Do you get what I'm saying? I understand. That's the complication through the abortion has caused it. It could be that or just your yeah. body is just rejecting. There is this, there's so many different aspects to it. Which is the same will level. It, as, will as it be hard? Yeah, and I get this whole, the child never asks. How can the child ask you to come? Your child is your egg and your... That's and your little stupidest. swimmer. That's, that's that just shows me his, his mentality. Mind yeah. yeah. That's what I'm saying. It shows me his mentality. He shows me that... You ain't really had no girlfriend. He's not mentally mature enough yet. That's what I'm saying. You haven't had no girlfriend. I think he's pretty much adamant about it. I mean, I think he's a bit, his reasoning is a bit off. I think people generally take this whole conceiving thing for granted. People think they've got a right to have a child. What technically you do. I just think people should take a minute to think about what type of life are you going to provide for this child? Yeah. I That's when that. I think it becomes selfish. Like, for example, you may have a person who might not be financially stable, yeah? But they're feeling broody. They really want a child to love. But yeah, but what type of life are you going to provide for that child? But you always find a way. Yeah, but... Find, That's, I've yeah, said but this. You, you know always yeah, find, find a way. A way but, find, but what happens that two, three days, you don't find a way and you can't feed this child? Well, then the man's... Listen, I'm a father of five, bruv. No, yeah? I understand When that. I had my kids, we weren't the best of financially or we weren't financially stable as such. But... No, you were financially stable enough to provide that for that child. Yeah. So this is not who I'm talking about. No, but I'm just... You found a way and you made it happen. But that's what you do, no? Yeah, but I'm talking about that person what can't make it happen. So say, for instance, you're a single mother, yeah? You're by yourself. You've got to look after this child. You can't work. This is why I think you just need to take a step back and ask these questions. If you get into a situation that... isn't any part of your own reason as in like the man fucks off and leaves you then that's not your fault is it basically if you're not in a position to provide for a child i don't think you have any business having a child you need to think about that and i'm not saying that in all cases i hear partially what you're saying now as a woman 
I don't care if I'm in a relationship, if we was in a long-term relationship, if we were just knocking boots. I always, in the back of my mind, know whether he's in the picture or not, I have to provide for this child. If you're going to sit there and wait until you've got a partner who can make sure they can help you or you're financially stable, you are never going to be ready to have children. Because simply simply because... Simply because. <laughs> Let me just sit here and shut just up. Shut up. <laughs> don't talk. That's, yeah, don't talk. That's what it was. Yeah, no, that's what I said. That rub. Yeah. That, 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 woo. Yeah, that no, people. That shut woo. Up, was shut up, King. Ain't don't it? talk because I ain't finished. Poking Let me just say, yeah. That's shut what, up. Don't what, talk. That's what she needed to do. Yeah. And she ain't even seven foot. Yeah. She's not even seven foot. She poke him in his head. Sit down. Don't talk. Say, continue. So I'm saying, sorry, but when you say financially stable, so the more money you make, the more you spend. That's the reality of it. So then you get yourself accustomed to a certain way of living. Bringing a child into that is going to dent your finances regardless. You could be on universal credit. You could have a job. You could be earning 20 grand, 40 grand, 100 grand. But remember, if even if you're earning 100K, you're going to have that that big home. You're going to have certain things. You're going to be used to the holidays. And then what people don't realise is sometimes your life kind of waters when you have children. So the certain things that you were able to do, you can't do, even if you have that partner, because it becomes a lot more expensive. You have to think about a little person. So for me, it's not about the financial side. For me, it's about mentality. If you are young-minded or you are selfish, that's when you, for me, you're not ready to have children because you have to put yourself aside and it's all about your child. Money is not about it because I've always worked. I've worked from I've been able to, I'm a single parent and I look after both my kids on my own, no support. Not going to ask, I don't feel I should have to. You know you have children out there. Do what I've got to do. Sometimes it's hard, sometimes it's not. But that's but because this, you're a grinder, though. Yeah, and I've yeah. got no choice. But in the same breath, when I had my daughter and I got my job, at one point I had to take a career break because it became too much. We're trying to do the nursery, trying to pay the rent, trying to do this. And then times it weren't no big salary I was on. So I took a career break. And because I was working and then I stopped and then I had to go on the benefit system, nobody knew how to deal with me or what to do. So I, I went literally seven weeks with no money. And I mean, no money. Trust every Sunday, I still went to church. <laughs> I still got myself to church. We still had a meal. So every Sunday, you're going to get your proper Sunday dinner, everything else like that. I got her to nursery. I'd done what I had to do. I'd done what I had to do. And when I mean, I was living on £17 a week. And I had to do gas, electricity, and all them sort of things. And I, I make sure my child was looked after you would never know to look at us you would never have known that's what I'm saying though this is what I was saying to King before though because yes I kind of agree agree with you but again you don't always have to have financial stability to have kids yeah I'm not saying I know you should think no but I know you should think that this child is going to be as a human it's going to be here you you know your main concern is looking after them supporting them feeding all of that I get that but my thing is, if you're going to have a child and you know you're going to have a child, man 
and woman, you got to step up. You got yeah. to get your grind on. If you ain't working as a man, you need to go and do what you got to do. do. You got to yes. go and hustle. You got to do it. If you're a woman, you're a single parent. You got to go and hustle and do your thing, bruv. My mom's a single parent. When we were growing up, she had to go and do, she never borrowed for nothing from nobody. Do you understand? And she still went and done her business. That's what you do. I totally understand that. And I commend anyone what does that. But I still feel there's just, people just need to kind of just step back and just think about it. Yeah. But I'm I think if you sit back and f- keep thinking, you're never going to have that child. That's my honest opinion. If you keep thinking, I'm not ready or I'm not in this position, you are never, ever going to be ready. But I hear that, but isn't it better to aim for the perfect situation? What is the perfect situation, Stephen? Right, being in a stable relationship. Both if parents like, working, yeah, got money, yeah. the credit score's good, Shouldn't everything's stri- crisp. Yeah. Everything you strive for that? Yeah, everybody, that's what happens. everyone wants to get right. That's happens. what I'm going with. Like, you should. But life's different who for everybody. Wants to be, who wanted to be a single parent? I never wanted to be a single parent. I wanted to be with my children's fathers, raising my children and stuff like that. It never worked. Now, am I going to stay in a relationship just because I've had a child and to know that possibly you're going to help out and I'm unhappy. So my child is then going to grow up in a dysfunctional home and believe this is what relationships are like. No, because you could even be married. You could have that marriage. You could have had the, 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 the house. Down. And yeah, and then it breaks down and then the kids are then damaged or whatever else. What about those people? I understand. And I said that earlier, like the relationship could break up. I understand that. But I'm talking about from the outset, if your situation and your life is not in the right place, I just think people should step back and think about what's like. So then for me, then you're looking at it as, okay, so you're saying the ideal situation, you know. No, 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 no. I'm not judging your individual situation. Whoa, I wasn't saying, I'm listening. I hear the question. (laughs) (laughs) The amount of times you just (laughs) been clapped in your head, fam. Fuck it, no, fam. I'm saying. You slap it. <laughs> You're saying <laughs> <laughs> that's a new thing, isn't it? <laughs> You're saying the ideal situation. So from the outset, you know, you, do we not strive to have the partner, get yourself together, or whatever else? But there is some people who, okay, so women who they haven't met that man, they just can't find what they're looking for, but they are in a position. So they've got their money, they've got their house, they've lived, they don't want to travel no more. They just want this baby. And then they go out and get artificially inseminated. How do you feel about that? I was about to say, I think that's totally selfish. Why? Uh, Because you're bringing that child into the the world knowing they're not going to have a father. You're depriving that child of a father. What about if they have really good male positive male role models in that child's life? Could make a difference. Yeah. Why? Um, but no, I, 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 like, artificial insemination, I totally disagree with. You're taking the love out of what? Artificial insemination, no, not you. Artificial oh. insemination. Yeah, yeah. You're it's taking just like, the love, the whole yeah, thing the that whole, a child is supposed to be yeah. made out of. You understand what I'm Deliberately saying? Deliberately bringing a child. Okay, but you haven't made a child out of love, yeah. but you are going to love on I that think, child. I think, I think, like what the guy said in the video, you're better off adopting. I know you want your own biological child. What is going to be And your if you're reply. able to, I don't see, what's the problem? No, I disagree with it. For you to deliberately go out there, bring a child into the world 
And obviously, yes, you've got the ability to provide for this child, but without a father, yeah, I don't think that's good. Because think about it, that child's always going to have that sense of something missing. 100%. They're going to go school and see yeah. the mums and yeah. dads coming. 100%. Yeah? 100%. I'm sorry, and, 100%. But yeah, you've got Uncle Terry, who's not He's your loving dad. you. He's yeah. going to love you. Okay, so... You don't need a dad. No, So you you'd do. rather they go out and adopt. Single parents can foster, they can adopt and all these things. They're still going to have no dad. That's so, different. No, 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 no. So how's that different? How? It's different. How? Of course yeah. that's different. Like, because different? You're, the child's already here and they're in need. You're exactly. not creating a child from scratch. A I child's was about already to say in that. care. They're but being, why were well, you going to... They could have been abused or whatever the situation is. Yes, so you're going to give that child that protection and that love. But do you not believe that you can, you're going to love your own child more I'm than you're going to love somebody else's no, child? Not, no, I'm not taking away your ability if you have... Because if you're able to have children... And there is a, something out there that women can do to assist them having babies and stuff like that. You can go forth and do that. This is why people um, donate their sperm and stuff and what would be the case. Yes, you can go out there and you can adopt and you can foster and you will because you want it. The reason you're doing it is because you love children and you want to give that I, child a better, a yes. better um, life. life than what they already had. Yes. Yes. And so I hear I hear that argument and I totally agree with it. But if the only way I would say that is if you were unable to have children, that would be your your go-to. If you are able to have kids, so it's not that you can't have children, you still got your eggs and everything else, or whatever else. You want to experience um pregnancy, childbirth, all of that, and having your own. I understand that, but I think that is more of a selfish act. Dang. To then, not have kids. Yeah, then, yeah. Yeah. I would I'd rather that person, and this, again, just my personal opinion, I'd rather that person adopt, foster a child than to bring your own child. I get it. I totally understand it's your own flesh and blood, your own DNA. But you're, you're, you're subjecting concern. that child to a life without a father. I'm not saying you're not going to provide. I'm sure you could be, be the, the greatest mum, dad, still whatever. Gonna be, but that child. No matter what. I had a father in my life. He wasn't good. It's affected me. It's made me who I am today, good and bad. Not having a dad would affect me. A hundred percent. My relationship was with my mum. But then mommy. it's the same thing as a single parent. You then saying, so a woman who created that child out of love, you said, takes for that thing, so you've created it out of love. And then the man just says, boy, I'm done. I don't want to be a dad or whatever that's else. because he's so still got what, a dad. Right, but, then, but if, he doesn't, if he doesn't step up and he doesn't do nothing for that child, for the child's whole life, then what are you doing with that child? Is that then selfish? No, that's no, called whatless man. You didn't man. create that. Yeah, that's you, called you whatless man. You didn't bring your child into that situation. That situation... But he then she's that, that him or her but still then got only got Uncle Terry. Yes, but you didn't bring the child. Yes. When the child was born, dad was there. Now dad's fucked off. That's not what it could be. Okay, dad, dad could have wow. scenario. No. <laughs> but no, that's the scenario. But dad could have gone from when you fell pregnant. He's like, I don't yeah, want to either way. Yeah, but that's still so then to then all right, so imagine that you fall pregnant, you know within like a few Seven weeks, you find out you're pregnant. And he's like, I don't want this. I'm not doing it. And if you keep the baby, I'm gone. Is she then selfish to keep the baby? 
No, it's no, not well. No, 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 no. I don't think she no, is. She's not. Because it's she's her not. body. She has the right to yeah. do whatever. She brought it to the point. Are you hearing what you're saying? Yeah, right? No, no, I am hearing no, what I'm saying. Because it's, it's a same. different, it's a, sorry, it's, it's a different concept. It's, it's completely different. From a woman to have an artificially insemination, mm. there's no love. You're just having a baby. That baby grows up. That baby is going to ask, where is my dad? I hate, see that argument I hear, and this, my only concern with artificial insemination is, do you know who this man is? Do you know this man's medical history? Well, do you know all these? Yeah, but there's certain. But remember, people there's can lie. Catalogs. When you go there, you get yeah, catalogs. You can choose. Yeah, you but remember, choose. people can lie. Yeah, of course. These are the things, and the next thing you know, this man's a serial rapist, or he's a, all these that, sort of things. Wow. Like, yeah, these yeah. are things that you have to. So that's my only concern is, yeah, you're going through a catalog, and that's it. It's like, but that's what I'm it's saying. It's like I'm picking a pair of shoes from JD. But that's exactly like, what it is for me with artificial insemination. I, I can't. That bit I don't get my head around. Yeah, but the no. same breath, if you know you haven't met somebody, and it just doesn't. But you know your body clock is ticking, and you want, you just want something of your own, and you're able to provide. No because that's the thing you said for that they can't provide. If they are able to provide and give that love. In that scenario there, I would say if you are truly wanting a baby and you really want this and you really want that and whatever and whatever not, then you go out and you find a suitable man and you do what you're doing. Isn't but it? that man still can... But you, he can but, still turn out to be whatever, but, then, but you can then say that's your dad. True. Do you understand? True, that child true. will grow up, mum, where's my dad? Son... Look, we need to sit down and have a conversation. Me and your dad weren't together like that. It was a one night stand, but this is your dad. She, then she should have broken it down to that man. That man can say, no, I don't want nothing to do with you or the baby, whatever. That's cool. But at least you can turn around and say, well, son or daughter, this is your dad and this is his name. And I hear, and I hear that. And I think that, again, that's because if this man's gone out there and made children elsewhere and people are meeting up, that then becomes an issue. But... You know, you're saying that, like, okay, so she's ready. You go meet someone. Say she has a once. Say she does have this one night stand. She hasn't told this man nothing. She pre-calculated that, yeah, I'm going to go. I just want his sperm. And I'm going to, and she gets pregnant. That's selfish. I do think that's a bit selfish. That is, yeah, that that's is selfish. selfish. I think that's a bit yeah. selfish. That's manipulative as well. Yeah. Yes. You, you can't do something like I think, that. I think if that's the case and the woman wants a baby so bad, then you should speak to a friend or something. Speak to a male friend. Say like, you know, especially if he's a male friend and you and them get on like, look, you know, I want to have a baby. You know, I, I know whatever, whatever, but... I would. I think you're a suitable dad. I think you'd be an amazing dad or whatever. You don't have to get involved if you don't want to. You know what I mean? It's something like the sur- surrogacy or whatever they call it. To go and then fucking go and get artificially inseminated. Yeah, I totally I disagree just, with I just that. think that's too cold. I don't mind a lot. If you're in a relationship and say, for instance, for whatever reason, the, the man's firing blanks, he's infertile, and you go and get artificial insemination. Yeah, that's different. That's different because... The dad's there. The dad's there. But then it's still a bit unfair of the child because the child's going to be growing up... You're with thinking that. this man's his dad and this yeah. person's but that's not. Something you need and then to you explain. have that conversation. And, yeah. it, because, and it is. It's what conversations but are you having. I hear, that's what, I hear yeah. what you guys are saying. I'm not knocking it completely. I'm not knocking your viewpoints. For me, it's just... You could still have this... I want to know who my dad is. And imagine how you're dating somebody. You've been dating, but you've just... For some reason, their parents aren't even living in this country. Their family could all live abroad. That breaks down all. He he dies, whatever. And the chance of who my dad is, your dad's the dad's no longer this. You can't tell who their dad is, and then you can't even tell them about their family because you don't even know the man's family. So they've got no history to give. There's so many what ifs. Then go onto that TV program on ITV with Davinia McCall. 
Long yeah. lost family. Yeah. Long lost families. Yeah. Do that. On the real world, but, but at least you know that there's someone that you can find. There's somebody out there. You may have siblings, you may have whatever, whatever. But when you're artificially inseminated and you don't know nothing, it's there's there's nothing. There's yeah. and there's like nothing. you said earlier, I don't know, like they could buck up on their siblings and wouldn't even know it's their siblings. And that is a that is a big problem. All right, you said a second ago, sorry, you know, like maybe ask their friends. Right, I know you're married. If one of your friends had turned around and said to you, Look, did I really, really want to have a baby and I, I haven't met no one. I know you're a good man, you come from good gene, you got good stock, whatever. Would you let me use your sperm? And I was still mar- and I'm married and everything, yeah? Well, it'd be a family friend. It'd be that. Well, yeah. Yeah, because it would be a family friend. Even yourself. Even even. Yeah, no, it would be a family friend. I would then kind of, I don't know, that's a that's a tough question. But I, I would because you're going to see that child all that. that time and you're going to know that child I wouldn't. Yours. I wouldn't because... I wouldn't want to have a child with someone that I'm not close to like that. We could be friends, but that's friendship. For me to have, for you to have my sperm to create a child, that's 18 years that I will have to, or I will feel obligated yes. to be with you. And that's the Not thing even is, necessarily be with you, but be in your like life. Be in that child's life. Because that's the thing, you, I don't understand if you do that, you're going to see this child all this time knowing that's your child and yeah. you can't, there's, you know when a child misbehaves as, as black parents, let's be real. Who are you talking? Listen, yeah, yeah, I need you're not my dad. Yeah, yeah, I am. Yeah. It's like, it's what all you say, you little fucker? <laughs> I'll have you know I am your fucking dad. Yeah? Did your mum tell ya? Where do you think you get those good looks from? Yeah, from me, son. <laughs> wow. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah? You know what I mean? No, but on the, but yeah, I, I get it. I get it. But I just feel like, for me, the artificial insemination thing is, is too cold. It's very... um process calculated product type thing you know what i mean i'm oh, sorry baby number one one two three six is now being inseminated wow yeah no because that, that and it is that, that is what it is it but is. that's how it feels so imagine you now then coming out and finding out oh mom where's my dad all these other kids have got their dad there blah 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 and what do you then say to that child i felt that way and i had a dad what wasn't involved my dad was around but he wasn't involved like that yeah very neglectful and I would see normally the white parents, mum and dad there at sports day and stuff. And I would think, well... Did oh. you not ever feel shocked when you used to see a black dad turn up at sports? Yeah. But this what? is why for my daughter, especially I'm always at a sports days and everything. Do you know what though, right? When I was growing up here, my dad, he was there up to a certain point, but not there every day. I'm talking, he used to come a lot to a certain point until he went back home and I never saw him again. Do you get what I'm saying? However, my thing is, I didn't want to be like that with my kids. I didn't want to have to be that, yeah, oh, I come and check you, I come and check you. I, do you understand what I'm saying to you? I wanted to be prominent in their lives, yeah. Yeah. regardless of whatever the situation is. Who don't like whatever, that's their business. Yeah. But my thing is, I want to be prominent in their lives. So all of my kids' lives, all five of them, I'm very prominent in their lives. Do you understand what I'm saying? So I feel as, as a man, you should be doing that. I don't care. And I've even said to my wife before, like if I had a child from before me and her met and this child came to me, from when I know that's my child, that's my child. Yeah, that's it. It is what it is. I know no woman can come and say that, but I'm just saying for a woman to come and say like, look, this is your child. And it could be however many years ago. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? Then no, then that's my child. It is what it is. You have to deal with it or I got a cut. That's how it is. And that's it. If you get a new part, you got children already and you got a new partner. I'm sorry, love as a woman, love the cow, love the calf. If you 100%. Can't, if you yeah. can't, then we can't be together. And I'm, you see, if my child don't like you or he's sentenced, 
Mm-mm. There's something about you. Uh, do you know what, right? I've got stepdaughters, yeah? And I love them as my own. So they're part of my five kids. Growing up, yeah, I went through things with my daughters. But hey, what? I am the dad. And I had to reinforce the fact that I will always be your dad, good or bad. Do, do you understand what I'm saying to you? So my daughters are there big now, but they will always tell you I was there. It's school, something happened to you, I'm there. Do you understand? If you're crying or whatever, I'm there. If, if something's get, I'm there. No questions asked. That's what a father is. But this is what I'm saying. It's about being, and I say this all the time, it's about being present over presence. But this is what I'm saying. And again, well, like that. this is even with my stepkids I'm talking about. Like, I was there. I'm dead. You know, I would suck bulky out of their nose and, and all that when they're sick. And, and do you understand what I'm saying to you? For me, again, I'm just like that though. There's a lot of men like, where, where what's that word I'm looking for? That loyalty. Once I'm with you, I'm with you. Do you, do you understand what I'm saying to you? Providing that you are still showing me we're good and respect him, all of that, I got you. I got you. The moment you fuck that up, it's a different thing. But you're still going to be... Uh, my dad. kids will never, there would never be no kind of ism, schism where I won't have that relationship with my children. And that's where a lot of guys, for me, kind of mess up. Because if the relationship breaks down, so then that's everything broken down. And it's take the woman and yourself out of that situation. It's not about you two. It is about, as a guy, these kids never asked to come into this world, innit? It's true. So you got to do right by them. This is, is the Unsuppressed Podcast. With and Cole. AKA the Two Miserable Bastards. Right, so just to finish up, I would like to ask you a quite simple question. Okay. Dini, how tall are you? Five and change. Five and change. So would you Five ever foot date... four and three. Hey, you know, I was thinking of this earlier. <laughs> so would you ever date someone shorter than you? Not shorter. Not shorter. Why not? Why? No, because you know what? I love heels. And I don't wear the little kitten heels. I wear big heels. I'm not towering you, you, you over. You like the clear heels? I like all kind of heels. <laughs> I just like heels. heels. I, like, I like heels. He likes heels. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> no. Um, right, that was getting a bit... Go, go back. What was that? <laughs> no, <laughs> no um, I've dated somebody similar height to me, like five, seven, so like I'm five, four, three quarters. Um, so yeah, five, seven. I think my ex was probably about five, six, five, seven. So the guy that you dated that was your height, did you, was you able to square it off with him? Like if he was talking shit... <laughs> You could, listen, King could, King could run up his mouth. I'm going to stand up. I'm listen, going to go. I told you. I'm going toe to toe. Bruv, can you imagine her being something like seven foot <laughs> and the man's being like five foot eight? Bruv, it's problem. I told you that. Dini don't need no more height. She just <laughs> bought a whole load of Dini in her own height. Fuck you. Know you know what I mean? Bruv, what are you talking about? Who are you talking to? Shut your mouth. Yeah, none of it, bruv. Stay no, in No, I don't speak like that. Darling, I don't know why you said that. I don't appreciate it. That's kind of what I say. Okay. okay. <laughs> then I'll tell you about Mr. Young and your mama and all oh, them sort of things. Like, the don't even Boy. know yourself. No, no, I think, no, as a woman, I think all women, yeah, we want a man who's got backbone, who can tell me, Dini, shut up. Yeah. I'm like, who are you talking to? But, yeah. He, but really, he me like, in my, Yeah, because, you know, I don't want no timid man. Like, if I say, shut up. Okay, babe. 
Hey, I'm gonna take you for a fool. Don't. I told you. <laughs> I'm going to take you. I'm going to take you for a fool. I'm not saying you got a war with me. Don't ever try to put your hand on me or nothing like that. But it's, Dini, who are you talking to? Because we are adults, mm-hmm. and if you cannot have a civilized conversation or a discussion, because everything's got to be an argument. It's not arguments; it's discussions. Mm-hmm. We should be able to have civilized discussions. You're not always going to agree. But don't try to bad me up. Don't bad me up. And I'm not, I'm, I probably will try to bad drop it. I'm not going to lie. I will. But that's my star sign. That's what I'm blaming it on. And, and What star topic. sign is that? Virgo. Oh, my God. Wow. When's your, when, when's your birthday? 15th of September. Oh, my day. <laughs> what? That's the same day as my wife, bro. <laughs> See? That's why we clicked instantly. Same day, my, same day as my wife, bro. And my son is the 12th. Good people. And I'm the 29th. So you're, I'm you're one of the best you're, you're unbalanced. No, 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 no. We're one of the best you If you look up now, if you look up now, Libra men in a relationship, you, we put love men to shame. Facts. We're very balanced people. Facts. Just as much as we can be unbalanced. 100%. But we're, but very, we're very caring. Fair. I've got lots of Libras around me. And yeah. we're very fair. Fair, caring, yeah. and we like to know, you know what I mean? We always look for other people's in care for other people and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, but you look a bit off key. I'm not going to lie. You, got, you have that lovely side. I'm not going to lie. You look very flips, loving and we'll do anything. Like, if you can do it, you can do it. But yeah, that... The moment some, we hear something yeah, that triggers it. the air, yeah. it's different. And then you lost mouth is too quick. Yeah, 100%. Too quick. 100%. But again, Libras, I'd say, is the best star sign. Well, I'm sorry. You're married to a Virgo. Your son's a Virgo. That's it. Right. So you run a kitchen, a little side hustle. I do. Tell us about that. So GCD's Kitchen, um, open on a Friday and Saturday from 4 p.m. till 9. Orders day before. Obviously, I have a regular job, so (laughs) I need to kind of know what's going on and what I'm booking. Your regular... West Indian food. So you took a fried fish on a Friday. Yeah, you do. So fish, I say fish Fridays, but I always cook it on a Saturday because fish is like one of my biggest sellers. As the weather's getting warmer, we're doing a bit on the barbecue. So fish, doing fish on the barbecue, doing a bit of jerk chicken. Started doing jerk because it was a big thing. I do rum punches, Guinness punch. I do cake. Yesterday I just baked some rum cakes. Yeah, red velvet, some a bit of a little all-rounder. Kind of, if you want something, you just ask for it. <laughs> my Insta is... Um, juicy underscore D underscore kitchen telephone number zero seven nine triple four seven two zero five three to place your orders. So you can either order on Insta DM me or contact me by WhatsApp. What about your email as well? Email is juicydskitchen at gmail dot com. But if you check out my Insta page, you will see the menu, which is currently being updated. Okay, and most importantly, what area do you cover? Okay, so I'm based in Forest Hill. What is SE? SE23. Was it near Sydney? Yeah. So it currently it's collection only. Okay. Delivery will be offered at some point. With extra pay. Yeah, will, yes, it will be extra. But again, it will be, the delivery times will be slightly later than the normal because people got to come and collect their orders and stuff like that. But yeah, so that's it. Check me out. Well, I would like to thank you for joining us. Hundred percent. Thank you energy, for having man. me. Bought the power. You yeah, bought no, the deaniness. Yeah, you, know? you, you definitely you brought, brought the, the power, drive for. And wow. um, <laughs> no, man, you definitely brought it, man. You brought that. You brought it. Thank it you good. very much. No, thank you guys for having me. All right. So, if you want to hit us up on that Instagram, it's at the Unsuppressed Podcast. If you want to hit us up on the email, it is the Unsuppressed Podcast at gmail.com. 
Thank you very much for listening to the Unsuppressed Podcast with your boy Dids UK and your boy Mr. S. King Cole, aka the, the two, two miserable bastards. bastards. Don't forget, tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. Uh huh. That's right. Peace. This is, is the Unsuppressed Podcast with Dids and Cole, aka the two miserable bastards. bastards.